Here's the thing that bothered me about the Cubs this year. Marcus Stroman, mm-hmm. righty, good pitcher, been mm-hmm. an all-star, was dominant. Absolutely dominant through the month of June. Like, probably one of the best pitchers in baseball. Starts calling out the GM, said he wants an extension. Calling out the president, I want an extension. They don't want to talk. When did he do this? During Starting the season? In June. Yes. Okay. Since then, it's been like ERA over 10 on the IL. And it's like, man. This is why all these big time free agents stop talking to contract negotiations when the season starts. Yeah. Like it's I, a distraction I, for everybody. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, it bothers it. me. That, that's been the one thing for me that's bothered me about the yeah. Cubs. It's just like, Strowman, like. Tone it down a little bit. Like, yeah. let's just be relevant for a year. So, yeah. So you say that, and we also said we love an underdog story. Everybody loves an underdog story. And you see what the what the Orioles are doing this I year. And I love that the small market rays are as good as they have been. And I'll yep. dive into that situation here in a second. But, you know, the Cubs being, you know, historically who they are, and their, but their lack of success for what made them who they are. I think what bothered are me. Are they an underdog here? You know, I think they try to play I, that in a sense. I find myself rooting for them. They haven't had a ton of success in the last 20 years. Here's the thing that bothers me. Cubs won the 2016 World Series. Yep. They'd built the farm system. And then there was like a four-year span where like there wasn't one single pitcher that was drafted and developed into the big leagues. And like I don't care how much money you can spend. Like you got to be able to supplement yourself with the minor leagues. Yep. And so they had to tear it all back down. That's what happens. I was, Barca, huge, yeah. I was a huge Chris Bryant fan, huge Javi Baez fan, huge Anthony Rizzo fan. Yeah. But huge Swarber fan, hits 180, yeah, hits 40 tanks. In, uh, but hindsight says they made he's the right move. At, he's almost at 200 strikeouts. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, he might it, set the record this I year. know. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, they could be kind of I, – I just wish the Cubs could consistently get a solid farm yeah. system – while supplementing them with solid free agents. You know, I'm just an outsider looking in. You you tell me Cubs versus Brewers in a, in a playoff race. Don't I'm, like I'm, I'm rooting for the Cubs, though. Uh, with Burns and Woodruff at the top of the rotation for Milwaukee. I know, but you would think, you know, small market Milwaukee Brewers and historically no, the Cubs. Are, I mean, you should, underdog, wanting an underdog to win, you should be rooting for the Brewers, but I find myself rooting for the Cubs. No, I can't stand the Brewers or the Reds or the Pirates or the Cardinals. I like, I like Joey Votto. I've liked Joey Votto for a long time. Beck is the biggest anti-Joey Votto guy of all time. He's a great... He thinks he's cheesy. Well, what's that got to do with him as a baseball player? He's a Hall of Famer, that's for sure. He's a great hitter, man. One of the best hitters. You don't think Joey Votto... I bet Votto makes it. This might be your worst take you've ever had. Joey Votto is an absolute lock. How many more years does he have? He's 39, so not... Maybe one or two more years. In five years... I bet I bet he's on the ballot. What's he a career two forty hitter? Uh, a career two ninety five hitter. I think yeah, he's he a lot really? higher than yeah. Uh, he's had one, two, three, four, five years over six war. He is an absolute lock. He might be first ballot. He might be first ballot. He'll be in the conversation five years from now. Well, what are, what are his numbers? You said uh, career two ninety five. Four ten on base, five twelve slugging, three hundred and fifty five homers, eleven hundred RBI. Stop. Just stop. Nearly 500 doubles. Stop. There ain't no telling there's how many no, there's gold no, There's no Hall of Very Good. Oh. This could be a, this could be a whole other topic. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. 
Tapes. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I mean, we can put money on no, this. You want to put five bucks on the tapes? In the, in the Reds ring of honor, absolutely. <laughs> Cooperstown, absolutely not. I'm, I'm looking it up. Is Joe Stop. Votto a Hall of Famer? What's, what's the consensus at this point? I give it Somebody to says I'm, he is an automatic first ballot, but he might can make it in a weak year. Uh, he There's, might, he he might go third. He wrote an article in January one, saying one Joey thing, Votto is the future of the Hall of Fame. One thing he does have going for him is he's a likable dude. Okay, and I'm going to double that. One thing he's got going for him is he has no steroid drama around him. And he, that, that as well. And he walked 143 times. Did he really hit 295? I, I don't know. Yes, his strikeout rate and his walk ratio are fantastic. I mean, he, he puts up some decent numbers. Years. What's his on base percentage for a career? 410 on base at, for a career. What's his OPS? It's a little weak on 900 OPS. 1100 RBIs. Those, those are some. <sighs> Really good. He's a six-time All-Star. He's won an MVP. It's close enough that you're questioning it. Lock. All right, we got to get out of here. For John Tabor, for AJ Stiggers, I'm BC. Thanks for listening to the company. We'll see you. This has been the Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk. 977. The 2023 football season offers the biggest year yet for your home for sports in North Louisiana. Sports Talk 97.7. Mondays at 7 o'clock, it's the Grambling Coaches Show, followed by Monday Night Football. On Tuesday at 6, it's Bleed Tech Blue back for another season. Wednesdays at 6 o'clock, it's the Cedar Creek Coaches Show. Thursdays at 11.30 a.m., it's the Louisiana Tech Coaches Show. Thursday night at 6, it's the Union Parish Coaches Show, followed at 6.30 by the Rustin Coaches Show. Thursday at 7 o'clock, it's the LSU coaches show on friday at five we'll get you ready for all the night's action with high school football game night brought to you by louisiana pain care followed by union parish football and the ken trahan original prep report statewide scoreboard show on saturdays at 8 a.m it's the nick brown show and that's followed at 10 a.m by another year of the high school football rewind three hours before lsu kicks off it's our local lsu pregame show tiger talk and sunday nights we've got your nfl primetime football only here on your home for sports in north louisiana sports talk 97.7 Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle.
Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Backhands, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Appreciate you joining us on this Tuesday evening. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 We've got a big show planned for you tonight. Kevin Barrell will join us at 6.15 talking FIU. It is game week. The Golden Panthers, put that away in your mascot challenge. The Golden Panthers are coming to the Joe. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff on Saturday night on CBS Sports Network. Teddy Allen will join us at 7 o'clock talking all things Louisiana Tech football as he and Malcolm Butler get ready to crank it up on the Big Z 107.5. Uh, for the radio, if you're asking, yes, Impact Healthcare Solutions is doing a tremendous job at supporting us again, and we'll be on the air for the post-game show about 20 minutes after the conclusion of the game. Probably be about 1.30 a.m., but we'll be there. Got a text line this year as well. Tune in to the Louisiana Tech post-game show immediately following every Louisiana Tech football game. BC and Beck will be there for you. Beck, how's your week going? Good, BC. Week zero, like you said, uh, I know it's only a week closer than normal, but it feels like a month. Football season snuck right up on me. I'm glad you have that thought, because I do too. Oh, it just feels like, maybe it's just, I mean, I I haven't been doing this long enough to be affected by when the show starts, but it just feels like it's real. Has Tech ever played, two questions, has Tech ever played in week zero, and how long has week zero been a thing? So I don't think week zero has been a thing for very long. Um you know, four or they, five years. What are they going to do years. if they play in the third week? That's what I'm. They're going to call it week negative one. That's what I'm saying. No, They're going to keep inching closer and closer. Yeah, I don't. It's think like it's, schools. We used to go to school after Labor Day, and now they go to school in end of July. Yeah, and Nick Brown that fires him up. Oh, I bet it does. He can't believe that high school football starts at seven o'clock every night. He thinks they start around eight, mm. which I think six thirty. Why not get a little more acclimated to the heat? Have a couple more water breaks. But all right, here we go. Uh, we mentioned. Week zero is here. Louisiana Tech and FIU set for an 8 p.m. kickoff Saturday night inside the Joe. Uh, Beck, we got a lot of different stuff to get into. Um, I wanted to start with, do you want to start with the depth chart? Or do you want to start with your favorite portion of the show? Some news and notes from today's press conference. Let's do press conference. All right, let's start with the press conference. First and foremost, Sonny Cumbie, upbeat, excited to get his team on the field. Said his guys have put in a lot of work. They mm. laid the foundation a season yeah, ago. Yeah, they did. I've, I, hold on, though. I'm kind of sensing that some of these older guys, like a Deshaun Hall, Smoke Harris, uh, you know, we haven't talked to maybe an Abe Delphin, you know, some of those older guys. I'm not putting words in their mouth, but I think that they are starting to, and I don't, I'm not saying starting to in year five or year six of their career, right. but. They're really wrapping their arms around the fact that they've embraced the challenge of bringing this program out of six and eighteen over your last twenty four games. I think a lot of that, I'm glad to hear you say that, but I I got to believe a lot of that is this is their last year. Hopefully, unless they get another Possibly, exemption, you might be right. Just like this is my last shot to do this. Last year, new coach, a lot up in the air for them. These guys, this is my last shot. There's a little bit of uh, don't really care. Uh, about how it turns out, or like, or how this, how my leadership is perceived, because this is my last shot at it. Like, okay. I don't have to worry about saving face for next year. Like, I'm going in. I'm no pressure. I'll say this though. On the flip side, if they felt that way, why wouldn't they have walked away to a better program? 
perceived better. No, no, not 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 saying that I don't care in a negative way, but just like I don't. I'm just like I can be a, a little more of a dog this year because okay. I don't have to save face for next year. Like, That's true. You know. That's true. Uh, I mean, you feel different on your last, like your last hoorah. I, I just think that a little it, more swagger. And listen, I think Coach Cumby laid a solid foundation a year ago. I, I don't think that you know, no one envisioned a three and nine year in twenty twenty two. We talked with Coach Cumby about that last week. At the same time, like you look at some of the defections, like a Trey Harris. Like I'll say it, like if a guy like that walks out of your program and you're Smoke Harris, and that doesn't piss you off, like you know what I'm saying? Like that that makes you take a little bit an extra sense of pride like a guy walking out of the program that's one of your better players that you're like man you know what like if you're not in the valley with me are you going to be on the top of the mountain with me probably not and so I respect that and I kind of gathered that and, and coach Comby talked about we'll get into smoke Harris we'll get into Sean Hall Hank Bachmeyer also spoke but Hank you know coach Comby talked about you know what are the expectations for Hank Bachmeyer Said he's going to talk with him, obviously, throughout the week. Get with, you know, he's comfortable within the system. We're going to really get settled into what he likes to do. But he said it's also key to remember, and I think I've probably even lost track about this. Hank Bachmeyer's making start number 30 on Saturday in his career. At the same time, he hasn't played since last October. So yeah, that's it, a, it's a weird thing. The, the 30 starts is just invaluable. I mean, you just cannot put a price on Division One college experience and at a pretty decently high level at Boise. That that just you can't. It's intangible. It is. But you're right. That's a big gap. It is. That's a long time to not and, play. And listen, that's not to say they won't go out in the first quarter. No, but does he start play. slow? Yeah, it, it, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. I think that's why Cumby made that, and I thought that was an important point to make because I, I don't think it's a point that he's trying to temper expectations as much as he's saying. If I'm like, him, I'm tempering the heck out of him because you you had your little debacle last year at quarterback. Fair. You brought in your guys that never sniffed a start and. It's in the point. division one, so you you have some pressure. This is your guy, but if you're Cumby, it's like, hey guys, I can't I can't predict what's going to happen. We, he's ready, but I mean, and Tech fans are the worst. I give them a half a quarter, maybe two drives, and if Hank don't do something, you're going to the eye you. rolls are coming. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? We we missed again. I mean, so so. <laughs> Cumby's probably talking to Hank about that. Like, listen, like you're going to have some jitters probably. We're going to start slow. There's going to be some short I'll passes. I'll Tech fans for a sec. Please do. With a smaller, they need it. In a smaller fan base setting, you're going to hear the voices a little louder than they might be. Just being honest. Not saying they don't say it. But I'm saying those comments stick out a little more. There's not a the whole 1% lot. sticks out is what you're saying. They're loud 1%. Possibly. Smoke airs his ass. What do you remember about the loss to FIU? Double overtime game a season ago. He's pretty honest. Smoke's generally pretty honest. Said he doesn't remember a whole lot. He remembers the plays that ultimately led to losing the game. Yeah. Deshaun Hall said the same thing. He said he tipped a ball on a field goal that ultimately went through the goalpost. And he says, if I just would have blocked it, we wouldn't have went to overtime. Mm. Right. Here's here's the the interesting thing about this staff this year. What what they've had to spend so much time doing this offseason into this year with all the new guys is convincing them we won three games last year, but we were not far away from going bowling. Yeah. Like you You gotta get them in the right gotta be the emphasis. Space. You gotta show them that hey, this this mountain that that we want to climb isn't quite as big as you think it is. Doesn't mean we don't need to work hard, but we're not that bad of it. And that's and I wonder if that was part of the conversation to keep guys like Smokey in like it's possible. that's your second three and nine year in a row. I get that's frustrating, but I gotta I gotta show you how close we were. Yeah. 
That's a you got to convince them to want to come back and be a part of the program. How about this quote that from Deshaun Hall? That. How about this quote? Ja'Cory Greer, new defensive line coach. This is what he said about him. Ja'Cory Greer has taught us more in terms of the defensive line. Ja'Cory Greer has taught us more than we've learned in a long time. Well, that's a dang good thing to hear because and we listen, needed some help. I don't know if that was necessarily a shot at anybody, but does make you a little bit more optimistic. Uh, Hank talked about, you know, this is fifth year in college, obviously. The third time, a kid from Boise State, Boise, Idaho. This is the third time he'll open a college football season against a school from the state of Florida. Hmm. It's kind of a wild stat. Wild and irrelevant. Said he's excited to go out there and play. Said he doesn't think you can change your thought process too much as far as you know how you handle things leading up to game week. you got to continue to focus on the execution. I asked him, you'll love this, what kind of guy are you on game day? Oh, this is important. Said he's a hay in the barn. Works really hard. He didn't say hay in the barn. I'm using that. You're as a farmer now, so you say that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Said the hay's in the barn. Put your work in during the week. When it gets to Saturday, he's more flea flowing. He's more relaxed. Said he turns on a little country music. Country music. Would you ever expect? No, Hank not California. Hank, country I would guy. not. Yeah. Uh, gotta tell you, hillbilly Hank, maybe. Ran a Twitter poll. Oh, Over the past yeah, week. It wasn't good. I asked about Hair Raid. They, they didn't love what it. Gun? They didn't love it, Tames. You were right. Do you think I was they knew it was a play on Air Raid? Probably no, not. Probably not. <laughs> They're probably like, why would the hair be raided? Yeah. They're like, what is that? I, I was with you, BC. It, it, we we, we were in the it was, a, it was a, you know, you went. You, you how went how big of a percentage were we? The, I just don't love Hurricane. Like, Hurricane, like, that doesn't mean anything right now. Like, yeah, like I felt like that Hurricane Hank kind of went along with That's what Florida you call State like Hurricane. that's what you call the like little 6-year-old buddy on the playground that's named Hank. You're like, "Oh, Hurricane Hank." You know, yeah. like it's like, "Come on, you got to earn it." Now, so it came out the news this week and we'll talk more about the depth chart later that Marquise Crosby was going to miss this game. Coach Cumbie talked about Tyree Shelton transfer from Miami of Ohio. Obviously Crosby's backup or, you know, if you want to call him 1A, 1B, that he'll be a game-time decision. Hank was asked the question in the press conference about how you feel about the running back position, and it was short and sweet. I like where we're at at running back. Coach Cumbie has a great plan. If that ain't a veteran quarterback no, for you, that is so. That good. is a veteran leader. Still haven't heard who the team captains are about. Yeah, when does that come out? Do you I know? don't know. It has to be pretty soon. It's uh, Tuesday. So, uh, all right. Last thing on Hank before we get out of here. Said the humidity's been a big adjustment for him here in the city of Ruston, small town. People have been extremely nice. Said he's done Waffle House. He's had some jambalaya. Okay. Went to a crawfish bowl. Yep, got to. Took him a while to peel the shell on yep. his first crawfish, but he's kind of gotten the hang of it. Okay. Good to hear it. Personable guy, it sounds like. Like Hank. I, you know why I like him? Because he's Cali Hank. He's, he's just cool. He's cool. Likes him. Just some having music. fun. Just having fun. Well, Hank, let me tell you, the humidity's got to everybody this year. 107 isn't real typical. Yeah, you think the game's going to be a little warm on Saturday? It's going to be. I mean, obviously, 8 p.m., very excited about that start time. Um, you better stay up with us for the post-game show. No excuses. Yep, Hopefully, I agree. We'll be, we'll be hooting and hollering. It won't be one thirty. Not that it starts, but oh, when it's you don't over. Think so. It might be midnight. They are not stopping the clock after every first down now. So, uh, Oh, is this like a new rule? Yep, yep, new rule. So uh, the, that, the move that, the chains, that, move that, the chains. That was never the problem. Move the chains. What was we'll the be... problem, Taves? A lot of commercials, eh? Yeah, hey. 
Okay, so that what we're talking a couple seconds, four seconds after every play, seven. On a completed pass. Huh? To, in an effort to speed up the game. That's what they the say. geniuses. That's what they say. Yeah, maybe the the hunt. Yeah, I'm with. Tapes. I'm with tapes. Though. I'm with tapes. The 15 TV timeouts. You're gonna have less plays in a game. Hey, how about this? Kickoff, touchback, commercial. First down. Eh, throw a commercial. <laughs> we, I feel like we, the, the last few years we've been noticing it more. We had a few games last year where it was like 20, 30 minutes of I may have seen. And I hate seconds. to bangle with CBS Sports Network. The boys do a great job. But CBS Sports Network takes too many commercials. Them over other networks. God. You can tell the difference. I never even pay attention to it. Like, I just feel like they take too many commercials. Let's go ahead and uh, take our next time out. We speaking come of commercials. Let's go ahead and take one. Kevin Burrell. Joins us talking FIU from the beautiful city of Miami, Florida. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Rusted. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Rustin at the Rustin Sports Complex. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. How about them dogs? Head coach Sonny Cumbie and company play six home games at the Joe this season, starting with a week zero matchup against FIU on August 26th. Season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss the high-flying action in Ruston. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets today. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Ains, John Tabor joining us on the hotline. Kevin Burrell to help us preview the FIU Panthers. Kevin, thanks for taking some time to join us tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'm excited to talk some FIU. Absolutely. All right, so let, let's start here. Obviously, 
Mike McIntyre comes in, first-year head coach a season ago, uh, looking to re-inject some life into the program. They take a step forward, win four games. Uh, they were in a number of other games. H- how do you see the program progressing in year two under Coach McIntyre? Obviously, I mean, as, as you mentioned, you know, four and eight year um, after two seasons of only having one combined win, you would assume that that was more of a transition year, especially, you know, for Coach Mack, trying to learn new systems and new guys, implementing his, you know, implementing the roots of the culture he wants to build there. And this season, I mean, when, when you walk around that campus, when you, when you are around that team, you know, you hear bowl game aspirations, and that's where Mike McIntyre is at, obviously. They lost a lot of guys in the transfer portal, but they they made some key additions that you know have been pretty big for them. Obviously, some guys that have kind of risen up through the depth charts and have been the talk of spring and fall ball. So, you know, for, for Max, this is a huge year for him. He, he expects to kind of you know he expects to have a better record than four and hit. I'll tell you that much. He, he's looking for bowl game aspirations there for, for not only him but for the whole FIU team. So I, I saw today you guys with the Pause Up podcast the report Grayson James will be the starting quarterback in Week 0 against Louisiana Tech. Obviously, uh, a Duncanville, Texas native. Had a solid season a year ago, really in his first extended time at starting quarterback. How do you see him progressing? Obviously, an uber-talented kid uh, that can do things both with his arm and his legs. Yeah, you said it. Um, very talented, obviously, uh, when he when he entered you know, for Gunnar Holmberg last season, Week 1 against Bryant. He kind of just took... You know, took this offense and kind of led, led the way to, to four wins, as you mentioned, uh, at start. And, you know, obviously now, you know, the biggest thing for Grayson is just having that comfortability. Obviously, David Yost is still there. You still have a lot of, you know, the guys from last season. So just having that familiarity with the offense, you know, that not only is the same, but has new plays added to it, that, you know, it's been expanded. Grayson's really happy about that. He feels really good with a fully healthy offensive line, you know. At times last season, you would notice that they weren't able to run full practices or correct practices due to the lack of offensive line that they had just because of how many injuries had piled up. He was very excited with the new receivers that are coming in. Obviously, Eric Rivers being one of those guys, but you have Dean Patterson, you still have Jalen Bracey, Chris Mitchell, that core of guys there. Obviously, Josiah Neiman, one of those guys as well in the tight end section group. Um, he's very excited, and obviously... Um, throughout spring and, and fall, it's very evident that he felt really good in this offense, not only just by his play, but the way he's communicating with the others. Today we spoke to offensive lineman Jacob Peace, and that's one of the things that he mentioned about the transition from year one to year two of Grayson James being, you know, at the helmet quarterback. You know, he's, tr- he's communicating a lot more, he's talking a lot more, he's turning to more of a leader. He's a guy who's going to lead by example and voice. He, he's someone who the team really rallies behind him, and that's been the big thing for Grayson, and you know, you also look at just the play. I mean, he's someone who looks great. You know, throughout spring, he made big plays. Obviously, with new receivers, as I mentioned, just he, he's looking great. He's ready to go, and obviously, he's going to have family there since uh, in Ruston to watch that game. Uh, his family lives about four hours out, so he cannot wait to get it going. And you know, it kind of felt like he should have been. It should have been named a lot earlier who the starting quarterback was. Should have been. Well, I wanted to ask you about that. I, obviously, you know, you and I talked last week, and you know, I expected that Grayson would obviously be the starter. But Keon Jenkins uh, was a kid that flipped from Auburn to FIU. Do, do you think he plays into this game plan at all this week? Uh, and kind of, how do you see him possibly impacting things at the quarterback position his first year in Miami? Yeah, um, he he was taking a lot of second team reps. From what I saw, it was him and Grayson for the most part, uh, with Hayden 
being guys taking kind of third and fourth team reps. Um, I don't think he'll play in the in the, in the factor this week at least, but um, I, I will say, and this is just you know based on solely an opinion, I think if you see Grayson starting to struggle early on, Kiwan, you know, the fans will be calling for Kiwan. This is a guy who is a legend here in Miami, obviously a Miami Central kid. He put up, he broke records in here in, in the Miami-Dade area, and, you know, someone that flipped his commitment from Auburn to FIU. And, you know, when, when you think of someone like Kiwan, you think of, you know, the feeling, what it could be, and it's one of the best players to ever wear the FIU uniform at quarterback, and, and that's what they're trying to get out of him. Obviously, I don't know how the how long the leash is for Grace in that quarterback if he begins to struggle, but you know FIU at, at the cage, as they call it, FIU football stadium. You there's not that many people that go, and, and when you hear things, you're going to hear those families that go a lot, and you, you never know if, if they'll start chanting out Q Wanjansi to, to take him out the at the home. But uh, I don't think this week we'll be seeing anything from Q Wan. Maybe down the road, if at some point maybe they're out of it, you would like to see Q Wan take a couple reps out there, but. For now, they're rolling with Grace, and they feel good with Grace. And I think it was a good decision. But he won with taking a lot of second team reps. Like I say, you know, I can confirm that I saw it. And it's something that kind of caught my eye. But uh, he had his highs and his lows throughout camp. Made a lot of nice plays, but at times he kind of felt like he was overwhelmed with the offense, and you know, just through some picks, defense just looked like it's dominating him at times. But for now, um, he's going to probably get a couple reps, maybe the backup. We still don't know that for sure, but. Uh, I would be a little surprised if he was, but not at the same time, given how many reps he's taken with the second team. How does FIU go about replacing the loss of Lexington Joseph? Obviously, uh, the leading returning rusher tears his ACL, I believe, back in July is when that was announced. How do they replace him, and who are some of the guys to watch at the running back position? Yeah, um, tough loss. Obviously, he's still around this team. I mean, when we, we, spoke, we spoke to Coach McIntyre about him today. Obviously, just mentioned how you know the leadership that he's shown despite being out. He wants to stay. He wants to you know be around the team as much as he can. And when you talk about these replacements, you're going to talk about uh, incoming transfer Shamari Lawrence. I think he'll be taking most of the reps. Sophomore, um, big back kind of plays like less like flex. Um, and then obviously you have Antonio Patterson, who was a redshirt I believe last season, redshirt freshman this year again. Um, just a guy who. Also, didn't get. I don't think he played running back last season. He was more of a uh, uh, special teams guy, so he's going to be stepping into that role. Obviously, you still have Keyshawn Owens there, TJ Snowden, who's an incoming guy as well. So you, you still have a pretty deep running back room. But if I had to say who's going to get the majority of the reps, it'll be Shamari Lawrence, who um, is a big back. As I mentioned, he kind of plays like flex a lot, uh, and that was a very encouraging sign. At one point, I believe he was injured in camp, but it was very short. Then it was like a week. And he was right back at it. So expect him to take most of the reps against Law Tech come week zero. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, like every program, you have your ups and ups and downs on that side of the ball. Uh, when you're at the G5 level, uh, when you look at the matchup between these two teams, a game that went to double to overtime a season ago, we saw a lot of points on the scoreboard. Uh, how do you see Coach Mack's defense kind of shaping out in year two? Obviously, you know, it, it, it wasn't the same circumstances as last season. Last season, you've got a different quarterback. You're implementing Bachmeyer uh, now this time around. You guys, and, and you know, new guys out there for you guys, you know, some returning players. So, uh, Coach Max is just looking to attack the quarterback. 3-4 uh, defense, they feel very, very comfortable in it, uh, according to Coach. Obviously, they brought in transfers and, you know, guys who played in that 3-4 scheme, you know, 
specifically Jack Daly, the Bryant transfer. He's someone who is the nose guard. He will be lining up with the center and, you know, uh, in that 3-4 defense that he feels great in that he played with it at Bryant. Bryant. Obviously, you have Avery Huff, the UM transfer. He knows, he feels like the 3-4 defense is perfect for him. So it's just, it's going to be a lot about attacking the quarterback, playing the defense as well. I mean, something that FIU struggled with was giving up uh, big chunks of yards, and that's something that, um, you know, uh, when we were talking to defensive coordinator Jovan DeWitt a couple of weeks back, he said that, you know, now that this is the second year of the defense, you know, more familiarity with it, obviously it's just now more of about patching it up and just now knowing who fits where in this defense. And, you know, despite them losing Demetrius Hill, Gaten Bernadelle, they lost a couple of guys on, you know, for FIU, you're still bringing in new guys to replace them. And, and you should, and, you know, you have to feel pretty good with this defense is that, especially throughout practice. I mean, I would say there are days that, in practice, you felt like the defense was in full control. They were attacking on every on every end. You know, deep balls. They were they were just stopping the running back. Defensive line was looking great. So it's a defense that you should feel pretty good about. I think obviously the linebacker core is what really stands out to me. You have Reggie Patterson, Donovan Manuel, Alex Nobles, Avery Huff, um, Big Sky Player of the Year last season uh, with Colorado. It was Elijah Taylor Anderson. Some likes but to play a big role in this year's defense. Obviously. Stuff has more. You have Jordan Garrod on the defensive line, so you got to feel pretty good with this defense. And I think it'll really be about just knowing, seeing if FIU was able to patch up the mistakes that they had last year with the new defense. How do you see this game playing out on Saturday night in Russell? Man, it's gonna be a fun one. I mean, when you, when you think of it, you know, you're a national TV week zero. Ten, ten other teams are playing. Uh, it's a conference USA game. It's gonna be a huge game. Uh, obviously, you guys unfortunately don't have your starting running back. I believe Crosby he's out for week zero. You, my FIU, I'm not sure what the running back status, the status is of uh, Shamar Lawrence. I would assume he's going to play from what I've seen. And um, I think the only thing I'll say is, man, this is going to be a fun game. You know, I think it'll be a shootout between both sides. If, if it does turn into that, then we could see kind of the double overtime story that we saw last season. But it's going to be a fun game. You know, Grayson James is kind of ready for this he's very excited these guys are not you know these guys are locked in and it's going to be a fun game obviously uh the Wattach side you have Bachmeyer you have um your other receiver um Smoke Harris Smoke Harris and it should yeah Smoke Harris someone who coach Mack is he's not too excited to face given the fact that he can kind of get you anywhere on the kick return side on, on those bubble passes as, as um, we spoke today at the press conference uh it should be a fun matchup you know these are two teams that are playing for something big. It's conference USA game, so you know the stakes are even higher. I think it could be a, a big shootout here between these two teams. Well, Kevin, thanks for great stuff tonight. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, if any of our listeners want to follow you guys online, uh, where can they find you at? Where can they find the podcast at? Well, we have the Positive Podcast. I host that with Jake Gibson and Jonathan Mayer, also FIU students and one FIU alum there, too. You can just follow us at Positive Podcast. You can search it up on YouTube. Twitter, Facebook, you know, basically any social media. If you want to follow my personal content, which is a lot of FIU, obviously you can just follow me on Twitter um, at Kevin underscore Barral, B-A-R-R-A-L. And um, just uh, just tune in, and I'll, you can see a lot of my articles at Athlon Sports. And um, yeah, I'm very excited. Week Zero is very, very, you know, it's coming soon, and I uh, can be more excited to not only get FIU football back, but just college football back in general. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Kevin Barrell joining us.
on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Certainly informed on the FIU yeah. roster. Well, now I'm nervous, you know, because... Well, like, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, you, It's interesting just reading, like, your, your reports on Bleed Tech Blue, other fans comment on Bleed Tech Blue, I kind of have an idea, and then I read one, I'm like, well, now, you know, see, now I'm worried about it. Makes so, me a little concerned. Makes me a little concerned. You know, I know, I probably safe to say most teams have bowl aspirations, but... They do. They do, but... Uh, there's 87 bowls. You know, if there's a lot of energy getting off that bus... Uh, from Florida on Saturday night, then... This is Florida International. I know. Not the Gators. I know, I'm talking about the state. Well, I know, I just don't want to mix you up. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I got it. I know you struggle yeah, mascot-wise, and, you know, you're not a guy for the mascot challenge. Let's go ahead, take your next time out. We go back. Let's look a little bit about this. Uh, take a look at this tech depth chart. A lot of new faces. Some other key talking points as well. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, DQ fans, ready for Backyard Barbecue Bliss? One bite of that new Backyard Bacon Ranch Signature Stack Burger will send you there. Bacon, barbecue, and house-made Hidden Valley Ranch and onion rings pack full cookout flavor in just one burger. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Hidden Valley is a registered trademark of the HV Food Products Company and used under license by AMDQ Corp. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show. This is Mark Kramer. Join me as we break down what happened in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind on your home for sports in North Louisiana 97.7. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Appreciate Kevin Burrell for joining us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Help us preview the season opener. <clears throat> if you don't preview the season opener, what are you really What are you doing? even doing? I forgot, honestly, about the segment every week where we talk to the beat writer, typically. Is that the right term? Not a big fan of it. No, I like it. You would prefer to do the research. No, I like it. I just forgot that about that part. That It always changes my what I think is about to happen. It used to be when Skip would do the press conference to talk about how good the other team was. You know? And now... <laughs> Now it's when we talk to the beat writers. Do you remember that? Skip would have you feeling like a natty. With Skip would have you feeling like if he won the game, he might be coach of the year. Skip would have you feeling like 
if we blow these fireworks off for Northwestern State, it's for them, not us. And by yeah. God, he was right one day. How, how long until he gets that job? What job? Northwestern. Oh, the Northwestern yeah. job? You think that's a precursor to him getting the Because he's like an analyst for a few months, right? Yeah, I don't know, Tabes. Kinda Does he want him. back in? He's, not a hater on Skip, but I kind of lean he's a little old. Hey. Still does a good job coaching ball, though. I Joe Pa got, I, did I, I think he's got one more run in him. Yeah, Joe Pa was like 97 when he was Yeah, retired. who's the oldest coach right now? You want to... Can we get our stat guy on that? Yeah, get the stat guy on All right, looking at the depth chart for the Bulldogs for game one. Obviously, Marquise Crosby out at running back. Travis Thornton will make his second career start. Uh, I mentioned Hank Bachmeyer make his 30th career start. Nate Jones, uh, tight end. He'll be number 17 this year. Was number 84 in your programs a season ago. Smoke Harris will start at one slot receiver. Cyrus Allen will start on the outside opposite of, how about this one, True Edwards. Son of Troy Edwards. We doing the Jeff Tart right now? Yeah. Yeah. What did the stat guy find on the Nothing. It's, it's never, he never gets me good information. True Edwards will make his first career start. How about that? Where did True play ball at? Juco kid. Can we be honest about it? Then he went to Hawaii. Redshirted at Tech a season ago. Ready to where roll. Play, where did he play high school? Somewhere in Dallas. Okay. Troy lives in Dallas. Pedigrees unmatched. Unmatched. Little different than Dad at 6'3", 200. Is he it's it's is the speed the speed is the speed there he doesn't run like that i'll put it that way looking at the offensive line dakota white make his 19th career start at left tackle he's a returning starter burt hill will start at left guard for his eighth career start he's a returning starter abe delphin year number seven he'll play in game number four 52 of his career on Saturday night inside Joe I Stadium. He's going to need to be on a pain pill regiment just from his time at Tech. That's how many games he's played. He's got three degrees to help him afford it. Three degrees. we got to get him back I was the talking show. with Randy Cross. Great friend of the show. I was talking with Randy Cross, CBS Sports Network analyst this afternoon, just talking a little bit about the game, and he said, that's the guy I want to meet. Why? Three degrees. Oh, smartest guy in the field. Yeah. Hey, a few years ago, I talk about this guy every year, Scuba Steve, Steve Warner. Yep. Always heard he was the smartest guy on the team. Engineer, He's pretty good. Yep, was an engineer. Uh, so is he kind of the, the the quarterback of the offense besides yes. the quarterback? Yes, correct. Good. You good think uh, how how big of a like last year we lost offensive lineman makes all the calls. We lost him to the Achilles last year. Is that right? To the Achilles, the Achilles, Achilles, Achilles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know how to. Yeah, I don't know if it was a huge. It was a big loss, but Josh Moat slid over to center. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But then maybe we we felt it where Josh Moat was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. So we should be better. Looking at the right guard That's spot, ah. Jaron Gilbert will make career start numero uno. Game number 24, spent 23 games in reserve. Game number one as the starting right guard. And then, of course, our boy, Carson Bruno, will make career start number 13 at right tackle. Uh, I'll say this. When you look at the depth chart, offensive line-wise, I think the backups are what concern you a little bit. Kenneth Bannister's played in eight games, no starts. Landon Nelson's played in one game, no starts. Elijah Bowser hasn't seen action at the Division One level. And then, of course, Byron Rochelle's your one guy that has some experience. But, you know, you don't have a lot of experience in terms of depth on the offensive line. Can't afford to have an injury. Hey, I, you and I are worried about it. Can't imagine how Hank's feeling, you know? Offensive line, there's a lot. I don't know if you've watched, but there's a lot of contact. And a lot of guys, that's that's a common place for guys to go down. That is. A lot of injuries. So put the knee braces on, boys. All right, looking at the Ankle defense. braces. Lots of new faces on the defensive side of the ball. Michael Clark will make career start number 17 at a defensive end spot. Opposite him, Jaden Burnett 
played a lot of season ago as a reserve. He'll make career start number two. Uh, looking at the defensive tackle spots, Rayson Williams, a transfer from SFA, be number 93 in your program. Uh, number one in your hearts. Yep, he'll make career start numero one, uh, transfer from SFA. And then Deshaun Hall will start another defensive tackle spot, career start number 29 for him. We're a little faster on the D-line this year, would yeah, you say? Yeah, should have a little more speed up front. I read on the board today, which provided some great information. That You're welcome. <laughs> Man, we uh, somebody posted the stats on how we did against the run game last year. Wasn't too great. I think I believe the quote was uh, video game numbers. Yeah, pretty bad. When you allow two forty three a game on the ground, yeah, I think I, literally I think one of our best games was well of that list. I'm sure that was bad. It was like giving up two hundred thirty yards and two touchdowns against Middle Tennessee. Not bad. One to which game. I replied, "We locked them down." Compared to the other games, no doubt, we locked them down. Talking about another number change, Jaden Burdett went from number ninety eight to number twenty. So Ooh, I'll write make, that one down. I'll make those notes. Looking at the linebacker spot, Hugh Davis will make career start number 13. Started all 12 games at a linebacker spot a season ago. Brevin Randall, SFA transfer, will start in another backer spot. It'll be career start number 27 for him. Uh, he'll wear number 6. Looking at the corner, Cedric Woods. Been around the program for a while. Redshirt a season ago due to some injury issues. He'll start game number 24. Willie Roberts, probably the captain of your defense outside of Hugh Davis and Deshaun Hall. He'll make career start number 95 for the senior. Had a really good year a season ago with four interceptions. Not 95. Did I say career start 95? Yeah, you did. 35. Okay, wow. That Excuse was, me. Yeah. Uh, Miles Hurdle started a safety spot. He's another transfer to world number zero. Make career start number 23. Cecil Singleton will start next to him at safety uh, for his second year in the program. Career start number 13. And then at the nickel spot, perhaps my favorite player on defense He's 5'9", 175, but he packs a punch at 5'9", 175. Demarcus Griffin-Taylor, transfer from Houston. He'll wear number eight and will start at the nickel spot for career start number one. You're getting these special teams, Bull. Well, hold on. So that that little fellow, you're, you're excited about him on the D. We got a little Meek Robertson situation. Obviously, he's not playing. Don't know back, if he's but... that type of a ball hawk, but he'll mix it up. So you like him because he... he, he... Likes to play in the run pound. game. Yeah, loves. Hey, it'll mix it up a little bit. You gotta love, and that's the kind of guy that can get your guys fired up. He goes and hits you a two hundred and twenty pound running back and puts him on his back. Gotta the boys through. are gonna be excited. Looking at the kicking position, Jacob Barnes. I guess kicker start. He'll be back for career start number thirty five for Baby Barnes. Let's be real. He'll be forty and in. Automatic. Ot. Automatic forty and of course, in. Course buckle back him up. Buckle handle the long field goals. Yep, tremendous. Do you, hate, you, are you fine with that? Yeah. Are, you, are you like a guy's? Your I, guy? think, I think. I mean, it, you're looking at kicker. You're looking at the stat, the numbers. I think it looks it puts a little extra pressure on Buck, just knowing that most of his attempts come from downtown. Yeah, but does a great job. Strong leg, great kickoff guy. Yeah, we'll just make sure the bright minute, future for Buck Buchanan. Yeah, when he does be eventually become the starter, we'll just make sure that you know the ESPN Plus guys got that note. Like, yeah. hey, his percentage is down, but put a star next to that one. Put a star next to it. Uh, punter Blake Oceandorf, six foot six, two hundred twenty pounds. Do we have a punter this year? We'll see. Not sure. Transfer from Eastern Michigan is Mr. Oceandorf at six foot six. Oceandorf, two hundred and twenty pounds. He'll be backed up by Patrick Ray. I'm so sure we'll. He'll see look Ray the part. Point. That's for sure. Yes. He'll look it. Gabe Pugh is he a guy that that may catch it and run? We'll see. Okay, I can't don't talk know. about it. I don't can't know. talk about it. Okay. Gabe Pugh, 
Uh, we'll start at the deep snapper spot. Six five two forty eight transfer Ooh. from Alabama. Really? Correct. Uh, Smoke will start at punk return. Smoke will also start hey, uh, at what kick they, return, and Oceandorf will be the. What holder. do they got? Smoke's height. Uh, five seven one eighty three. Seems a little generous, don't you think? You don't think he's five seven? No, not a chance. Uh, I got an unnamed texter says Mac Brown is seventy one or seventy two. You know, and that's I saw him North on the Carolina. list, but he was also on the list with uh, Herm Edwards at Arizona State, which is well, Herm's gone. Yeah, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't read it because I mean Nick Saban's seventy. Uh. Chase P. jumps in. Is there going to be a betting segment on tonight's show? Daddy needs winners. MLB's hurting me. Beck, just tell us about bleed. Or should we wait till the next night? Don't you wait till the next night? We got teas. Don't you know about teases? You ain't lying. Yes, Chase P., we got you covered. Hope the little ones are doing well. We'd love to hear from you on the hotline or text line, 888 So, like we said, a lot of new faces and a lot of different spots for the dogs. A lot of optimism. I'm sure you'll see them on the video board doing their little karaoke dances. Uh, actually, have a that's tw- how you get to know them. Have a tweet to on the personal tweet line. Yeah, Austin Miller. It seems like every year I find players I was excited about transferring disappear off the planet before football season. Any word on Squirrel Williams? Squirrel was a transfer from Baylor. Smaller type running back. Had some giddy up. Had some wiggle. Decided to hang up the spikes. He's now coaching high school football in the beautiful state of Texas. Okay. He was here for how long? Might have got a month in. Okay. You just said I'm done. Decided maybe that Rustin wasn't for him. I don't know. I'd love to know really what it was, you know. Yeah, I think he got banged up and he was like, you know what, been doing this thing for five years, I'm gonna go coach. Oh, he was that old. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he he'd been in he spent five years at Baylor. He was coming back for the COVID year at Tech. Gotcha. So it kind of explains that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that does. I thought for some reason I was thinking he was younger. Yeah, it makes sense to you. So, Taves, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Uh, Chase P. mentioned a betting segment. Well, I must say that my friend Beck Haynes has outdone himself. He has really, I think you're, really. I had a good idea. I think you might be off building into, this up a little much. He's gone off into the deep end, boys. He's all in. And he doesn't realize it. But he's got 13 more weeks of this thing. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. 
Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout, 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. Hey, Tech fans, do you have a young Bulldog fan, eighth grade or under? Well, the Champs Kids Club, sponsored by Super One Foods, is perfect for you and your little Bulldog fans. It includes free admission to all Tech home regular season games, special Champs Kids Club only invites, and much, much more. Champs Kids Club memberships are on sale now. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. How about them dogs? You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Appreciate you joining us on this hot Tuesday evening here in Ruston, Louisiana. I think it's supposed to be 104 on Saturday. Hopefully we're down to like 99 by kickoff. Yeah. Hi, drink your water. Yeah. Hi. All right. All right. This get, is the big leagues. Yeah, week zero. Yeah, this week zero. Uh, Got to get ready. So you don't think week zero has been around that long? It hasn't. You get the set guy been, on it, but I, I just don't think week zero has been around that long. But here's the deal. There's a lot of things in college sports that are changing these days, and week zero might be one of them. And you know what? I'll be completely honest with you. It's like we talked about in the open. I can't stand waiting for football anymore. No, I can't either. Like, I mean, tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm ready for Saturday. I'm ready to wake up to a, well, not going to do that on Saturday. I was going to say a cool, brisk fall morning. <laughs> but not going to happen. So how long has Week Zero been around? I don't know. No, I can't get a straight answer. Oh, need- Seven, eight years, maybe? Yeah, like it hadn't been around too long. Like, used to, if the season started August 26th, I, I, I could wait one more week. Tapes, what? Why? Because it's so freaking hot. Tapes. Oh, my gosh. Like, you want to watch more preseason football? Yeah, Premier League. Yeah, big football guy. Big football I mean, guy. you're a big sports guy, Tapes. I'll give you that. But some of the stuff got, you got watch is going. awful. Just awful. I'm sure he watched our boy Sugar Shane O'Malley the other night, <laughs> Absolutely. She is, Tapes. You cover it all. Hey, welcome to the Sugar Show. All right, Beck. Uh, so we had a text wondering, you know, are we getting any gambling lines this year? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, this is this has been a part. Every year we talk about it a little bit in the last segment. And this year, Beck's like, BC, you want me to do this? And I said, Beck, knock yourself out. So tell tell us a little bit about it. Well, all, all this is, is is there's some interesting information about how – Vegas, who typically is kind of knows what's going on, they do is viewing the game, and so it's kind of fun. So my thought was, I'll start a thread at the beginning of the week, which it's going to get weird having a Tuesday Thursday game. I'm going to have to adjust. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. All right, good deal. But good just deal. starting a thread at the beginning of the week about, hey, this is the line right now. What do y'all think? And then as depth charts come out, as news of injuries and stuff come out, it's kind of fun to watch the line move a little bit. We may have moved the line yesterday. Oh, you think so? When I looked and started the thread, Tech was ten and a half point favorites. And first my, off, you got to tell us what the thread is. Oh, titled "Bleed Tech Green." 
For make, having trouble picking that up, money is green. We're making the money. So I just put it out there. Just, hey, this is where the, the line's at. And then in a few hours later, the line was was down or up to 11. Okay. So okay. we moved it a half a point. I'm, yeah, I'm so convinced. Because nobody else, Taves, nobody else on a Monday afternoon besides. Big, big bank back over here. Hey. Moving the line. Might have dropped a couple K. It might only take a few dollars. I don't know how many people are betting on Tech and FIU, so but week ask, zero. Let me ask the listeners this. Triple A nine nine three seven seven six. Do you back in Beck Ains on his thoughts on the weekly bet? Hold on to, to your week zero point. It may be one of the more no, most you're, you're absolutely right. Tech games. And it's one of the last games of the I mean, night. How many total games do we have this Tapes, weekend? Seven, I think. You just said you could wait yeah. another week. Most of America, with a heartbeat, cannot be wait on, another week. Be betting on the dogs. They're, and it's a, they're going to be they're going to either have won some, lost some, end of the day, they're either going to be trying to multiply their winnings or make it up. And then we have an 8 p.m. game. Yep. There's going to be some money on it. Yep. So, anyways, I called it the Hank Factor. We lost in double overtime at FIU last year. Yep. Home field advantage, typically a three-point swing. Either way, they're going to give you three points to the home team. Takes two and three against the spread in their last five. Doesn't matter. We didn't have Hank. But an 11-point favorite, that's the Hank factor. 79% of the bets are on tech right now. Which may be a total of $112, but... Possibly. Over-under set at 58.5. I've gone back and forth. I've Every time I read uh, one of our subscribers' comments, I If I you're betting mind. the under, go ahead and pull your money out and put it back in your bank account. We pound overs. Yeah. Life's too short for the under. I actually really do think the over's in play here. My, my I, I think our defense will be improved, but I'm also not thinking we're going to shut them out. No, probably not. Mr. Two First Names, Grayson James, is going to be a little better than last year. Okay. It's a second-year head coach battle, so you know they're going to be trying to prove it. Oh, a dandy. A dandy. I think Hank's going to score. Can our receivers catch the ball? We'll see. Oh, found an article. Hate to interrupt you. Please go ahead. On the Action Network. It says they got projected points at 53.2. They love the value of the under. They like the under? Yeah. They don't know. They don't, don't know. know how much they take into account, like, uh, transfer portal. <laughs> like, That's the, the first The first. You week, don't know much. You don't yeah. know anything. Yeah, so. I agree. It's either an easy win or an easy loss. That's so this one's going to be a doozy between two Conference USA rivals. I can't wait for that, this game. That just illegitimizes that article right there. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Conference USA rivals. Woo! Unbelievable. So, I think it'll be an interesting thing to keep track of all year long. I think it generated too. some good conversation. Ben got a little upset it wasn't his idea. Of course, BC's a bitter guy. I of course went and found one thread on on all the threads that didn't get as much traction as the Called Bleed Tech Green for it. called you out. Yeah, Bleed Tech Green. Uh, actually, I got a new over under at the Action Network at fifty nine and a half. Yeah, well, the Action Network is is not real reputable. Nobody's betting. I don't know. They use a bunch of different books. I think they're kind of like a composite book. If that makes sense. Tabes, you might know more about it, but Tabes, I, are you up in your unit size this year? Are you sticking with two two dollars fifty cents? I might move up to three or four. <laughs> <laughs> Tabes will be in here just sweating a bet, and I'll be like, "How much you got on?" He's like, "Oh, three bucks." <laughs> just sweating it. Oh, That's why it. you're a man of the people, Tabes. Oh, I love it. All right, 
we got about eight minutes before we get to Teddy Allen at the top of the hour. Unnamed texter, if you guys have time, would you give your opinions on the rumored grant of rights deal that Conference USA schools agreed to? Do you see anything about this today? Nope. Okay, so Chris Vanini with The Athletic uh, wrote his article about comp- pre- previewing Conference USA for this year. And obviously, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about the league. I think it's pretty much the consensus is Western Kentucky is going to win the league. Beyond them, you can make arguments for Liberty, Middle Tennessee, Tech, maybe New Mexico State. And then beyond that, six through nine, probably not a great chance they're going to win the league. But anyways, in his article, Chris Vanini was talking about the new media rights deal. And we've talked a lot about the media rights deal, ESPN, CBS Sports Network. Obviously, a lot comes with it as far as you're playing midweek games in the month of October. We talked last week that we kind of like that, like... I'm 100% on board. Like now, granted, like they're like we're not going to sit here and lie to you. Like it's not ideal if you live in Dallas or you live in Houston or you live in New Orleans. But it's only you... two games. Yes, and one of them's a Thursday game. You just is... prioritize the other ones. Yeah, and the the other Thursday game is, you know, the but what I'm saying is the Thursday game's a traditional college football night. Like it's not that out of the ordinary. Yeah, take your little PTO on Friday and get here. Yeah, exactly. Do the Beckanes. Whoa, 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 easy. Sorry. So, but in addition to talking about the grand rut, or in in addition to talking about the media deal, Vanini threw in the nugget that Conference USA schools, when they agreed to the media deal, now this is back in November of 2022. It's key to keep that in mind. This wasn't something that happened, you know, in the last couple of weeks when the Pac-12 fell apart. They also agreed to a grant of rights. So what is a grant of rights? We've seen the ACC, they're arguing over the grant of rights that doesn't expire to 2036, Florida State's hot to trot about it. Clemson's not happy. Maybe North Carolina, maybe North Carolina State as well because they want to leave the league. They want to go to the SEC, Big Ten. I don't know. Maybe they're going to go to the Big 12. Maybe they're going to Sunbelt. I don't know. Sunbelt's great from what I hear. Uh, so you can't get out of a grant of rights is basically what it's saying. You know, basically what it boils down to if you're looking at it from a black and white perspective. And so he threw that nugget in there as far as the schools in conference USA agreed to a grant of rights. And I said to myself, you know, why would a G5 school agree to a grant of rights? Like, like, why would you agree to that? Because it's inevitable in the G5 that there's continu- going to continue to be movement, whether that's moving from Conference USA to the Sun Belt or the Mountain West or the AAC, or maybe you get a call up to the big boys in the Big 12 or the SEC or whatever it might be. So why would you pinpoint yourself or pigeonhole yourself to where you can't get out? And... My initial reaction was, and I still believe this, it's like, I don't believe that if you're Tech, Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky, or Liberty, that you're going to agree to a grant of rights to where you can't get out. Right. Like, all four of those schools specifically have knowingly been trying to move to different leagues at different points. So why would you say, you know what, we're going to lock it up right here, Conference USA, next five years. Now, on the flip side of it, if you're sitting in Judy's spot, sipping on some white wine while watching the Brady Bunch at 5.30 on a Tuesday afternoon, you're like, oh, that's Grant Wright's thing. It kind of sounds like a pretty good idea, don't you think so? Like, it might keep my job a little bit longer. I mean, after all, she's making 800 k plus. Jeez. So, like, you kind of get it from Conference USA's perspective in terms of keeping the league together. 
So then I looked into it a little more, saw a couple of tweets around the interweb, maybe on X, maybe on Twitter. You can go either way as far as what you call it. And their thoughts, or I saw a, a specific number thrown out there as far as if you wanted to leave, I guess violate the grant of rights, you owed $4 million. $4 million is a lot of money. Yep. But if Tech wanted to go to another conference, I don't think $4 million's holding them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, If they really wanted to go that bad, they'd find the $4 million. So do you have to sign it? I mean, what's the incentive for signing well, it? I, I don't think there's much incentive outside of the we're keeping the league Is it together. just part of the, uh, the original agreement? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, I don't know if they can necessarily force you to sign it. And like I said, Vanini didn't provide a ton of context. But if they're not forcing you to sign it, why would you ever sign What's the benefit of signing it? Nobody Knowing you got a league seemingly to play in for the next five years. Yeah, but... And like I said, Vanini didn't provide a lot of context. Like, he kind of said, he, would, he said in the article, I was told that a grant of rights was signed. He wasn't like... You know, here's the specifics of the grant of right, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Dang here's how you pay to get out. Here's a, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He didn't have a ton of context, and I don't think he had a ton of information to it. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Like, you can, you can say all these different things, but at the same time, if you're Chris Vanini, you have to know that this is going to create some sort of conversation. And maybe that was his goal. Like, I mean, his job's to report and his job's to create some clicks and, you know, like, yeah, his job. He got you good. Well, I don't think necessarily that I'm baffled about it, to be quite honest with you, but you but might you think that I am. Well, yeah, I clicked. I'm, That's I'm what he's sucker. trying to do. He's trying to get that clickbait. But, I, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. And listen, this is one man's opinion. Now You're just a man. And it's like you said, like, I don't think there's really any incentive to do it. But also... You know, if you want to create a little bit of a sense of security, maybe you should. I don't know. But I don't think this is going to prevent movement from teams. Like, you're not going to sit here and tell me that Liberty was like, yeah, sign of that grant of rights. Uh, we got a $60 million budget. Uh, if the SEC called us, yep, sticking to CUSA, baby. Like, ain't happening. Like, I just don't believe that. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We come back. Teddy Allen will join us. Be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, DQ fans, ready for Backyard Barbecue Bliss? One bite of that new Backyard Bacon Ranch Signature Stack Burger will send you there. Bacon, barbecue, and house-made Hidden Valley Ranch and onion rings pack full cookout flavor 
and just one burger. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Hidden Valley is a registered trademark of the HV Food Products Company and used under license by AMDQ Corp. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe, 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk at 97.7. Let's go back to the hotline. One of our favorite guests, Teddy Allen, joins us. Teddy, how we doing tonight? I'm great, I'm great. Thank you all for... uh having me on and thanks for your love of college football and all things tech athletics appreciate it are you ready for college football to get going i am um 1978 i was a freshman which makes me like 107 now do you know what the first game was that year what date i'm gonna have to guess just based off this question like mid-september correct okay right probably a wiser choice yeah right September the 16th. Of course, you played 10 games back then, and then the eyeball was the 11th. But it's just, you know, kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, that's three weeks earlier. It is different. So I want to jump into a few things with you. First off, I want to talk about Talking Tech with Teddy. If you haven't listened to Teddy's podcast, talk to a number of different student athletes at Louisiana Tech over the course of an academic year. Uh, was this something that you came up with? You kind of wanted to highlight some athletes on campus, or h- how did this whole thing come about? Oh, shoot, that's a good question, Beck. I'm, I may have, I think we were doing some pregame stuff with some uh, students, athletes, you know, for before football games maybe, and I said, well, we could expand this if you want to and talk to student athletes from all the sports because people – they just don't get to see them that much or, hear, you know, hear them talk just about anything. So that's kind of how it started. And we talk a little bit about ball, but try to, you know, find out where they're from and what would I do if I, me and you went to your hometown this weekend and uh, what kind of lunchbox did you have when you were a kid? You know, what what would you want your superpower to be? Just that kind of stuff. It's the Every now and then I like to have two or three of them on at the same time. That's always fun to – to hear them talk about each other. Anyway, we got some we got some really entertaining, charismatic student athletes, uh, and if we ask them the right questions, it can bring some of that out. Well, the it, ones that are good, the, the, the student athletes always do good. I, I always tell them, y'all can't mess up. I, I'm going to mess up. That's but just we're just going to keep battling, and they're 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 just entertaining. It's fun to do it. Yeah, and that's kind of where I wanted to get to. You know, we, we've interviewed a, a number of athletes on the show, and, you know, like you said, you get great interviews. You have some interviews that might be a little bit lesser. And like, like you said, a, a lot of the times it's us not asking the right question to really 
uh, allow for their personalities to be showcased. Uh, is that something you can kind of sense, you know, maybe before you guys go on the air to where you try to push those right buttons to allow those personalities not only to be showcased because as many listeners as you guys get, the, the fan base is who can connect with these players and athletes once they get a chance to really hear what they're all about. Yeah, and we'll, we'll do a coach or administrator every now and then, somebody on the staff, but, but it's the student athletes that you want, you know, they're only going to be here for a little bit of time. And they're the ones you really want to promote and, and get people to know them so that they'll know who they're, you know, rooting, they can root for them some more. Um, so that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Tell me about, you know, Abe Delphin. Mm-hmm. Abe, what's the hardest class you've ever taken? And he, and he'll say something like, you've never heard of the class before. <laughs> uh, Fincher was the same way, you know, he just laughed and, and he would, any, anyway, they're, they're, what, what's your pet at home? When's the last time you held a baby? You can kind of tell before we start how it's going to be. And now I've got to where sometimes I'll, I'll email them, hey, here's five or six questions that you can be thinking of to kind of get them a little more comfortable. Um, cause if they're comfortable, you know, if, it's a no pressure thing. I mean, I just put my telephone down and say, "Look, we're fixing to do this." And again, you can—it's impossible for you to mess up. People just want to meet you, and so then we just start talking. Teddy, it's, it's obvious that this—that's a strategy to help uh, fans connect with players. And I mean, you see it on TV shows when they introduce new characters or new contestants, and and it's a little backstory. So, like like Ben said, we've just enjoyed doing that on the show here. But can you? In the spirit of it being football season now, can you can you tell us a few guys from the team if you got to spend time with any of them, who you think uh, the fans will really connect with this year? Uh well, there are so many new ones that I'm not sure. I've enjoyed hearing y'all talk about some of them. I think last week we talked to Bert Hale, um, which was a joy to talk to him, and his real name is a long, hard name to say. And I asked him, "You're going to enjoy watching this year, number 79, offensive lineman." how do you get Bert out of that name? <laughs> and he said, when, when I was a little kid, me and my cousin would go around my, either my aunt or my grandmother, they said we look like Bert and Ernie. We act like Bert and Ernie <laughs> from the Muppets or whatever, Sesame Street. So that's how you got Bert. Uh, kid loves lasagna. Uh, he had a big GMC truck, but the gas was too much on him, so now he drives a little big car. Uh, and if you've seen Bert, I said, Bert, how, you know, how big are you? 205, 215? He said 330 pounds. I said, okay, so basically, me and you are the same size, except you're twice as big as I am. You could put two of me and one of Burke. <laughs> I think the offensive line is going to be tail to tail this year. I mean, I heard y'all talking earlier. I think it was Ben who said, you know, losing A, was, it was not that big of a deal if Josh just moved over. But I'll disagree. I mean, I think that's, that's the pitcher catcher mm-hmm. and, it, you know, the quarterback in the center. And once he goes down, Josh got a lot of playing time, but he moves over. But now you're weak everywhere else. Yeah, it's just hard when when one of those guys goes down. And and God love the team. The last three years, you know, quarterbacks have got hurt. And in this game today, the way the, the game is, that's that's just a ter- it's a brutal brutal loss. Unless you got a solid backup. So I think that's what's made the last two years the three and nines kind of hard to. Uh, difficult to watch, and that's why I'm looking forward to this year to see um, what they get put together. I'm rooting for them. Yeah, you, you mentioned the, the quarterback situation. It's like, well, we've had offensive line struggles, which have obviously contributed to 
potentially the quarterback injuries. Um, mm-hmm. This year, we're me and Ben talk all the time that like at the G five level, your backup quarterback is going to be a significant step down. So yes, Tex had two, three, and nine years, um, and just coaching change. Like as a as a fan and and, and just with your job, how, does it surprise you how each year it surprises Ben and I? Does it surprise you how each year you're able to re- regain that? zeal and excitement for the team even knowing kind of the struggles in the past and 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 just can you just talk a little bit about your deep fanhood for tech and and how that evolves over year to year yeah um i think you have if you go into it thinking and again we see a lot of these people and know a lot of them so you root for people you know if i was covering the university of georgia or something i'd I'd root for those guys Mm -hmm. They're, they're real people so what if you if you can remember that what we're asking these people to do Softball, bowling, football, basketball, any sport, it's really hard to do well over an extended period of time. I mean, it's really difficult what we're asking to do in front of all these people and still keep up with your school and all that and still be a kid. So if you know that, it makes the, 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 you know, the bowl teams that much more fun for you because you realize how much, how hard you had to work to get there to get to an NCAA regional or an NCAA tournament, uh, you know, get ranked in bowling, have a winning tennis team, whatever the case may be. Uh, since they're student athletes, it's it's easy for me to easy for me to root for them. All right, so you guys go on the air at what six o'clock Saturday night, six thirty? Is that right? Six thirty, Ben. Six thirty. So, so what's yep. what's the prep like for you and Malcolm? Is it something where you exchange a few thoughts as far as what you want to cover? Do you sit down? Face to face and meet some meet about some things. Do you talk with the coaching staff to get a good gauge on you know maybe who to expect? This guy might surprise. This guy might not. Hey, what, what's the lead up from a prep standpoint uh, for, for a guy like you who, who's the color guy there to add the insight as far as who who some of these guys are in between plays? Sure, uh, I'll tell you that if you think people might be remotely interested. By the way, Bert. Bert Hale's first name is Calzarian. It just came to me. Love it. So, I, yeah, I knew Ben wasn't a, you know, Bert wasn't a natural runoff of that. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, me and Malcolm, we only really talk at the game. We don't get along that well. We decided six, seven years ago, you know, let's just, we'll draw a line down rust and you stay on that side and I'll stay on this side. But in football season, we actually do try to spend some time together. We ate lunch together yesterday and talked. We will talk to Sunny Thursday. And like last year, I hardly talked to the coaches because it's everybody's first year. Mm-hmm. Um, where do I go buy milk and get my shirt starched, much less who am I going, who's going to be my deep snapper? You know, they, they had their hands full. They weren't going to go into overtime with the Minnesota Vikings last year, even if everything went great. It was going to be, you know, touch and go. Now that they're around and have got their footing, now I can talk to them more. Uh, ben will tell you this is when Skip Holtz was here, and he had coaching turnover, but then you got to be a very tight relationship where you could, you know, mm-hmm. call or text or hang around more and get to know the, the guys more. So hopefully this year that's what we'll do. And then, um, you know, Malcolm will take a pregame with uh, the coach. I'll try to get a couple of players. He may talk to the administrator. We'll talk to the other uh, teams, uh, play-by-play folks or color guy. So that's hopefully that'll. Uh, get the fans ready for kickoff at uh, 8 o'clock. Good stuff, Teddy. Well, we're looking forward to it Saturday night. Appreciate you joining us 
like you do each and every year. A treasure, as always. And uh, like I said, we'll be listening uh, while we're in the stadium. You know, why not? Yes. Malcolm Butler, Teddy Allen oh, on the call. That's the way to do it. And look, serious business. Stop by any time because we could use the company <laughs> up there. And uh, thanks for what y'all do. It's, it, it's easy to do it just every now and then, but y'all do it all the time. And I appreciate it. Really do. It makes a big difference for folks who love the game. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. See you. All right. Saturday. See you. <laughs> Teddy Allen joining us. One of a kind. He is one of a kind. I, I love listening to him. And, and listen, I love the intricacies as far as like, like he was honest. Like, you don't get to sit down and talk with the coaches much in a year one, and they're kind of riding by the seat of their pants and like, got to figure out, do this, do that. Like, I get that. Like, it's real life. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. A, it's an, like he's saying, it's an important job. This is what like brings people, uh, gives them interest in the game, interest in the team, interest in the players. Yep. And, um, so that what they do is, uh, they spend a lot of time making sure they're good at what they do, but, um, Sometimes can be underappreciated just with how much work goes into that. Yep. And uh, how it really, you know, these are the these are the jobs that you don't notice until you're watching a game and they go wrong and they're terrible. Yeah. And you're like, man, really good uh, guys on the call is a big big deal. You know, no doubt about it. Let's go ahead, take our final timeout. We come back. We'll put a bow on this puppy. You're listening to Bleed Ted Blue Radio Sports Talk ninety seven point seven. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, iced tea steeped 12 minutes, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. How about them dogs? Head coach Sonny Cumbie and company play six home games at the Joe this season, starting with a week zero matchup against FIU on August 26th. Season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss the high-flying action in Ruston. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets today. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. 
Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. All right, we're here. We've arrived. The next time we talk, we will be breaking down a football game. The next time we talk, the dogs will be 1-0 or the dogs will be 0-1 and we'll be hot. It does make for good radio to lose a game, I tell you what. (laughs) You know, I I thought a little bit about, like, BC, like, can can you calm it a little bit on the rants? And then I'm like... No, I'm not. It's a lot of introspective. Like, I'm going to make tapes turn my mic down week in and week out. He's going to be rolling his eyes, pulling the pulling the volume down. Yeah, because if you don't hear my passion, you're going to think Are you about to go on one? Are you? No, I'm not going I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, 8 o'clock kickoff, Saturday night, inside the jug. You think you can get a good crowd? Oh, yeah. I'll say this. Week zero. I think you got a chance at 15, 16,000. Really? Yeah. No, listen. The Hank Factor. Are they going to be there at 1130? Maybe not. cannot emphasize how important it is to have a little buzz around the quarterback. I can't. It's It's intangible. I I, I just think it's a big deal. First off, it's week zero. There's no other games on TV. Like, you're not watching New Mexico State and UMass at six. More relevantly, relevant, whatever the word, you ain't watching LSU Saturday night. Fair. Let's be honest. For two, it's going to be 8 o'clock. Like, yes, it'll be warm, but it's not going to be unbearable. Nope. And three, it's not a school night. Yep. Four, like you mentioned, Hammer and Hank, Hair Raid Hank, Hurricane Hank. Whatever he is. Hank, Hank, Hank. He's going to be quarterbacking the dogs. I do think there's optimism. You go all the way back to Derek Dooley, year two bowl game. Year two for Sonny Dykes, you won the league. Awesome. Year two for Skip Holtz, you played for a conference championship. History will repeat itself. Also, this is not just a, a nothing game. It's, it's a, a conference, big conference game. Conference rival, as the Action Sports Network would say. Yeah, conference rival. All right. Over-under set at 58, 58 and a half. I like the over. Tech is favored by 10 and a half, 11 points. Don't because... like that. So, Beck, you're up first. We'll go Beck, Tapes, BC. We'll go around the triangle here in the studio if you're sitting at home trying to listen. We're sitting in a little bit of a triangle. Uh, got some acute angles. All right. Acute angles. Less than 90 degrees. Isn't that right? Yep. All right. There we go. School just started for the kids listening at home. There you go. All right, Beck, who you got? 37-30 Bulldogs. We don't Woo! we don't cover, but I'm thinking about teasing down to six and a half. That'll be a doozy. I, I would like to see 37-30. Yeah, I, think, I, think our, I think we will score, and I don't think our defense will be just absolutely dominating quite just yet. I do think we get better. I'm in the same ballpark. Of course you are, Tate. Thirty four twenty seven. So you both got he just, overs. He just drops me three points on each side. Every time. Thirty seven thirty, thirty four twenty seven. Boys, I'm gonna be real honest with you. You're coming up with something that's good for radio right here. Outrageous. This might be my homerism, but I don't think this game's going to be I smell close. like a f- you don't think I it's smell close. a forty-four to fourteen from BC. I think forty-five twenty-one. Do you really? I don't think this game's close. I'm Take worried it. about our defense. And I'm not saying that the Joe is electric, but I don't think FIU comes into this house and competes much past a quarter and a half. Like, I, I just. I'll, I'll take a 40 burger to open the U.S. <laughs> you ain't lying, Taves. If Hammer and Hank, Hurricane Hank. Especially after the last three. You ain't lying, Taves. Four. Tech out won a road game since <clears throat> December 2020. So, might need that the next week. <laughs> what we, we beat, we beat uh, SFA pretty bad last year. That 52 was a, 17. Yeah, I need one of them. 
Yeah, I'll take 45-21. Beck's got 37-30. Tabe's got 34-27. You heard it there. Of course, like we mentioned earlier, Z107.5 following the game, Impact Healthcare Solutions, Louisiana Tech postgame call-in show. Joey Fresh will be listening, so you should be listening too. For Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor, I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. I don't know how many games they're going to win, but listen, think about this. So they had a coach that was totally over their skis. They lost their left tackle. They're in a tough division, and they lost nine games by one score. That was tied for the most in the NFL. So a shipwreck at head coach. So I don't need to let Russ cook. Just let him be at the table. Let him set the table. They're going to be fine. And I will say this. Sean Payton's teams in my life always get better in November and December. That's his best winning percentage, right? So look at the early games. They get a bit of a scheduling break. They get a lot of young quarterbacks and new quarterbacks. So they open with Vegas, new quarterback. Washington, young quarterback. couple of weeks, uh, Justin Fields, young quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, new quarterback. Then they get Green Bay, Jordan Love. Now, they got to play the Chiefs a couple times sandwiched in there. Got to go to Miami. So it's not an easy schedule, but... What they need to do is get the stink off this franchise from last year. And I see some W's. I see some W's early in the season. They may not be at Kansas City. They may not be at Buffalo. But that's mid-October. So, you know, they don't have to face Mahomes a couple of times. They don't have to face a Josh Allen till October. I watched it, and my takeaway was there's a reason Sean Payton. If you're eager to find out what Colin said next, just podcast it by searching The Herd. And as always, you can listen live to Colin Cowherd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. They don't always agree. Can we have a logical? No. Sometimes they yell, actually. My goodness, I got a headache after all this yelling. But they hold nothing back. I'm a grown A-man. They set the standard. Bring out the cheese. And they're on. Yeah. It's Chris Broussard. Uh, uh. It's Rob Parker. I'm the poo-poo king. Ew. It's the odd couple. Tag team in the airwaves weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. One more Dan Patrick. That sounds like he might be touchable. One more Colin Cowherd. Be honest about it. How about some more Doug Gottlieb? I want to be your guy who's here every single stinking day. More Fox Sports Radio. Any way you